0: C1138 is all clear and clicker free. This is Clone Army Radio. What is up Clone Army? We are back again, and this is our very first ever Mandalorian after show. Um, As per usual, I am Fives. As per usual, he is Fours. Fours life. Fours life. What's up, man?
1: What's going on, man? Looking forward to uh, talking some Mandalorian here.
0: Heck yes. Episode two. Um, So just to get it out in the open... Obviously, this is a heavy spoiler episode. We're going to be discussing the second episode of season two, which is the very newest episode of The Mandalorian. Spoiler alert! Admiral Viet. Uh, but before we get started, fours, we got an email. What? All yeah. right. Remember, remember last week you were like, "Hey, you know, even if we're wrong."
1: <laughs> yeah, even if we're wrong, you should let us know so we can, you know. Make sure we're we're uh, saying the right stuff out here,
0: right? Well, someone calling themselves Chewy's Girl sent us an email. <laughs> What's Great up, man. Chewy's Girl? Thank you for listening. <laughs> um, how cool is that? Uh, <laughs> so, in our trivia question last week, we only did one trivia because we're trying to keep this, you know, more Mandalorian focused. I had said that I've never heard anybody call luke skywalker sir luke right and right i think you agreed right we've never heard that
1: it's hard to remember everything but sure
0: right so in star wars aka a new hope c-3po apparently calls him sir luke and, Sir luke. uh yeah yeah when he's getting his oil bath um oh. so i thought we would play that really quick and uh Listen to ourselves being corrected by uh, Chewie's girl.
1: We stand corrected, <laughs> and we appreciate that.
0: Right? Absolutely appreciate that. So, we should be right around that part, so here we go. You can call me Luke. I see, Sir Luke. Ah, <laughs> no, just Luke.
1: Oh, and I am C-3PO, Human-Cyborg Relations, and this is my counterpart, Arthur Dieter. Hello. Hello. <laughs>
0: So, <laughs> so there it is, man. <laughs> That's,
1: good. That's good, good, good catch, um, Chewie's girl. Nice work, right? And yeah. thank
0: you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for correcting us and and look at that. You know, um, what did you said a couple weeks ago? For is that we would mention people if they they email us, and there we are.
1: There you go. Just, our, we're uh, we're men of our word, just like the Mandalorian. Nice. I was just going to say that. Perfect. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Because we share the same brain.
0: Apparently. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Forz, you had mentioned just before we started that there was a news bit or something
1: going on? There is a bit of news that I think um, it's really relevant to right now. So, this article, I haven't heard anything else, but this article on the playlist.net, the title of the article says Lucasfilm reportedly making a Boba Fett miniseries that may shoot as soon as next week. That's dated today at ten forty-four AM. The news.
0: Wow. As soon as next week, huh? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, so they must've kept this under wraps under, I mean, if it's starting to shoot next week, this should have, they should have done some pre uh, production on this as far as, Oh, a year ago maybe to get everything all the ducks in a row. Yeah,
0: so I don't really?
1: know I don't know how this didn't leak. So I don't know how true this is, but I mean it's a dot net. It's not a dot com. Mm. And you know, there could be some you know, could be some truth to this. Okay. You never know. I mean Disney is trying to capitalize on their you know on the on the the Mandalorian on, you know, on the um, popularity of the Mandalorian and trying to put more stuff on streaming. It makes sense. It's a great idea. Um, I love it. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd want to see more.
0: Well, and they, they had originally, I think even before the, the Disney purchase, um, they were working on some Boba Fett series. I think, I think that that live action series that George Lucas wrote, like 55, I don't know if he wrote the whole script, but I think it was like 55 episodes. Oh wow! I, I thought it was all supposed to be based on you know the underbelly of Coruscant and Boba Fett and all that stuff. If if my memory is serving me well, which sometimes it doesn't, you know, like the uh, Sir Luke thing. <laughs> but uh, um, also, you know, they were going to do a a Boba Fett film before they decided to change their whole movie outlook and right somebody, you know maybe like they're doing with the kenobi series maybe they're gonna do a do a boba fett one
1: right chop it up add some more bits get nine eight nine episodes out of it and um yeah so this is news to me i mean this just came out of nowhere but you know he didn't make you know the actor um what's his name
0: Tamura morrison
1: Tamura morrison right he uh, made his appearance uh, last week, so this is good timing to release the news. Uh, it's not an official Star Wars like news site, but right, you know, it's still something.
0: Right on, man. It wouldn't surprise me if they were doing it. It just seems a little interesting that it would be shooting next week. Like, like you said, yeah. they they had to have been planning it. Well, but they were planning a film, so who knows.
1: Right. Yeah, they say according to the article, it says they could shoot anywhere between starting next week and December. So, there you go.
0: So, The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 2 or Chapter 10. Um, I like how they do chapters. That's cool.
1: Yeah. That's
0: um, great. My initial thoughts on this episode.
1: Spoiler alert. <laughs>
0: <didn't move> yet. <laughs> uh, Bear with me here. I felt like it was a filler episode.
1: Oh, I was going to ask you that.
0: Yeah. It, um, you know, I, I, felt like as much as I loved the first episode, chapter nine of the season, you know, that didn't really lead to much in the story, like the bigger story, the bigger picture. Right. And, and this one really didn't, as far as I'm concerned, it just, it, it didn't move the story forward. In my opinion. And it felt an awful lot like season one, episode two, because you're seeing Mando having to repair his ship that has been, well, you know, in in that episode, the Jawas had stripped it down, but in this one, other things went down and I'm like, okay, you know, and it even, it even starts out similar to the second episode of the first season where He's walking back after getting baby Yoda and gets attacked by those, uh, the, uh, gosh, the one you always ask the Trandoshans
1: Trandoshan. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And this episode seems very similar, you know, riding the speeder bike and it gets, uh, tripwired or whatever. And he gets attacked by some bounty hunters. Uh, you, I'm just,
1: I was going to ask you, do, do you think those were bounty hunters or just like regular, like, Scum and vin- villainy that uh, you know hang out in most Eisley.
0: Probably, I would say yes to both of those. Uh, the thing that led me to believe they were bounty hunters is because one of them says, "Get the ch-, you know get the child or get the kid." If they were just you know random scum and villainy, they wouldn't have known anything about the child, you know, unless they're like slavers or something. Which I didn't get that vibe.
1: Right. Uh, I didn't see any of those little. Transmitters or anything, so
0: right, yeah, the the trackers or whatever, tra- yeah, yeah, what are the couples of fobs? did
1: they call them fobs? I don't remember
0: something like that, yeah i I mean I guess that that's something to go back and check you know, see if there's anything any that's revealed there that we may have missed in in one watch, um,
1: the only so- reason I ask is because um if they're bounty hunters, then then they're still, like, being hunted, and, you know, they got to stay on the move, just like he kind of says to um, Amy Sedaris's character, uh, what's their name? Oh, Pe- uh, Pele. Pele. Pele, yeah. Pele Moto. So, you know, he's like, that's the only reason, you know, like, moving fast is the only reason, like, you know, we're still alive. Right. And so that means that would make sense. But if it was just, like, a random attack by some random bad guys. It's just, it's still, it just doesn't carry as much weight, I guess for the right. story.
0: Right. I gotcha. Yeah. It just seemed like they were, you know, with them setting up a trap and stuff, they had to have known he was coming, which I guess yeah. they could just stand on a sand dune and use binoculars to see him coming. But why would they,
1: but it seemed like a choke point. So maybe they were just waiting for anybody.
0: Uh, so they're, uh, like highwaymen.
1: Yeah. Something mm. like that.
0: Yeah, I mean that's possible. I think it would it would probably make more sense if they, you know, had the fobs and were tracking them cuz that's, you know, a big thing of like you said why they're on the move so much. Yeah. Uh So so um on, honestly while watching this episode I actually like picked up my phone a couple times and just kind of lost interest. Um, oh really? First time ever? Since since the Mandalorian's been around, that I did that, I was just like, "Eh, I don't know what's going on on my phone. (laughs) I just wasn't digging it. I wasn't into it, and you know that being said, if it was like a standalone episode, or if there were more episodes than just the eight or ten or whatever it's supposed to be this season, I probably would have been felt better about it because I thought that overall it was written really well. It was directed well. The visuals and sounds were everything we've come to expect from Star Wars. It just felt like an episode that we already watched for a lot of, you know, a lot of parts. Unlike the almost horror movie vibes that you get from those alien spiders. That was different. That was cool. I liked it. I liked the suspense. But... I don't know. I mean, if I had to grade this episode, for me, my personal opinion, I would give it like a C. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just because it, it felt like I've been there, done that, not progressing the story. That's all. With, with, okay. short, with short seasons, like we've talked about, when you have a short season, there's not really any filler, and that's this felt like filler to me. Okay. So uh, what do you think?
1: this is weird because like i totally like this episode really i would give it if i was giving it a grade i would give it like a b plus yeah and i saw it i saw i saw it twice already um i liked it better the second time
0: Mm, see i've only watched it once so
1: yeah and then um yeah i really liked the episode (laughs) i was totally like from start to finish, it was like action packed, man. It was like you couldn't breathe. Um, there was just always—I mean, there was like little bits where there were—he was like walking into town, okay. But like, you just felt like something was, be it him and the in and the child, something was like in danger the whole time. The eggs, you know. It was, right. it, and, and I just bought it all, dude. I just bought all of it. Like um, that, something was. You know, if something something was like in danger at all times during this during this film, during this this episode mm-hmm. and it just worked for me. And, you know, the, it, I know I know some of it was like a little like I didn't notice it the second time, but the first time I noticed like all the fade the blacks and all the being knocked out and fade the whites and, you know, the passing of time and everything. Mm hmm. Um, that was this little little disturbing it took me out of it but the second time i didn't even notice it like it just kind of offload real real nice
0: uh, okay yeah that's something i forgot about to be honest was uh the fade to black i'm like why are we going to commercial like <laughs> it, what's going on here it was very different from what they've i don't know if they've ever done that have they
1: i don't think so not yeah. this show they do dissolve i mean they do like Like wipes, like in the original movie, you know, where that's how they do their transitions, but Mm -hmm. not like straight up fade to blacks or fade to whites. So that's the director for you, you know, determining that. So and the editor. So I don't know. Like like I said, the second time it was I didn't notice it. So it must not have been a huge thing. Um, I'm a little creeped out um, by um, two things. One, the uh, spiders kinda of creep me out. Not that I'm afraid of spiders, but just like there were so many. Oh yeah. You know? And they were just coming at him as nuts. And and then the other thing was I was I was kinda of disturbed a little bit by um baby Yoda's his behavior is kind of different in this episode. And he's not like he's not like a nice guy. He's not like a nice little cute little thing. he is a cute little thing but he's not doing cute little things he's doing really kid things and um i have a kid and i know what i, I know what it's like when your your child is not listening to you <laughs> you know and it's like you know what i mean and it's just doing what it wants and it's just motivated by his his stomach and i'm not creeped out about that but just like i don't think he understood the that those were the last of the frog ladies kind, or we come to find out. I, I the second time I watched it with the captions on, and um, she talks about her family lineage is at stake. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't think it's necessarily her species. It's just her her family her family line is is, right. is at stake, which. I th- I thought at first the first time I watched it I thought it was like her whole species and I'm like wow and then here comes Baby Yoda like eating popping the popping the <laughs> eggs in like like their Tic Tacs and I'm like oh my gosh like you stop stop
0: <laughs> right but you see like later on after he has been told no a few times he almost looks guilty that he's eating it. But he's still eating them. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, he's like, I, I know this is wrong, but it's it's so good. You know? that's, to-
1: that's totally little kid behavior. Which, <laughs> which, which before like he was almost like a little wise guy, like wise being. Mm. You know what I mean? And smart. Like this was like the first time where he's like acted like a child, and I was like, it's totally different. I like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I'm a little, and then I'm, but I'm still a little disturbed by his behavior because like. He's so like relentless, you know. And then and then he eats the other's creature, you know what I mean? The alien spider oh, like. Yeah, right. He's so about his stomach. And then when when Din gives him actual food, he doesn't even eat it.
0: So we kind of kind of that takes me at least back to Yoda in The Empire Strikes Back going through Luke's little uh, lunchbox, basically, and he's like, exactly. Mm-hmm, and starts like eating whatever. Just maybe that's just part of that species. I mean, I think Yoda in The Empire Strikes Back was just testing Luke, you know, testing his patience. But maybe at the same time, that's their instinct is to just eat.
1: They need hey, food. That's a great point. Yeah, I think so because he he's just she just won't give up on those eggs no matter. He even tries to get them when when they're in the in the tub. I, I'm. I'm fast forwarding to a lot, but like, so, so that, you know, that whole stuff with the, with that kind of, I was totally into it. How about his childlike behavior is a different, it's a different side of his personality that we got to see, you know, he makes noises and he runs around like a little kid and stuff like that. I thought the frog lady did a good and bad job. Of being a mom. <laughs> oh right. Yeah, so I have to question her parenting skills a little bit. But like at some points, she was like totally protective, mm-hmm. you know. But then at other points, there was like she didn't even notice the danger.
0: Yeah, like leaving leaving the canister back in the back of the ship while she was in the cockpit.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, that's not very. I don't know. I'm I'm not a parent i guess i mean i yeah. kind of am but but not like my own flesh and blood so like, it's hard for me to say like i can't really judge what other parents do but it, to me it felt wrong
1: okay yeah so you caught that mm-hmm. those was your parental instincts at work there and so it rubbed me the wrong way a little bit because you have to watch them all the time Right. That's that's the relentless job of being a parent is like you have to keep an eye on them because they're attracted to danger or dangers attracted to them like one or the other. Mm-hmm. And you just got to be a hawk and just like watch them all the time around everything around everybody. And then, you know, she already kind of like like he looked at the jar and he's like, whoa, eggs like those look so good. I don't know. <laughs> but um. Maybe we didn't see that until after she was alone with them. Yeah. So, and, you know, and, and Din does a little bit of like leaving, um, Yoda, baby Yoda alone too. So he's not, he's not innocent in this episode. Right. Uh,
0: I mean, in his defense though, he's just, he's learning.
1: He's learning. Yeah. You know, he's definitely learning.
0: Which that's something I can actually relate to, you know, <laughs> right. Having, not having children in your life and then having, you know, a teenager, (laughs) it's, uh, not easy. So it's not, it's not an easy adjustment. So I can see, you know, that side of it.
1: Yeah, it's not. And it's like I said, it's, it's ramping up from like only having to worry about yourself to like yourself and another being Mm -hmm. and everything that being is doing. That's, that's parenting. You know, that's like learning how to, watch out for everybody and everything and is and, and that other small little person that can't watch out for itself. And you're responsible for everything that little person does too. So I just wanted
0: to touch on the whole parental part of it. At the beginning of the episode, towards the, the early part of the episode when when the bounty hunters or whatever or the well the remaining bounty hunter has baby Yoda and you hear Mando's reactions to that, like, you know, just don't hurt the kid. You know, he was Pedro Pascal, man. It's awesome because uh, oh, yeah. he, he did a remarkable job there because I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, like I was in there with him at that point. I'm like, God, don't hurt the kid. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> here, here, what do you want? You know, take take Boba Fett's armor. Just leave, you know, leave me the kid. And he. Yeah. Was, so in that aspect, you see that he's grown. Quite a bit, you know, he really, he, yeah, he's attached. It's not just a job anymore. He actually cares about baby Yoda, um, which I think he did pretty early on in, in the series anyways. But you're just hearing it and feeling it and seeing it more now. Right. Um, and then, you know, just because it's it's a note I made, that same part after, um, you know, he gives the the bounty hunter the, the jet pack and launches him up into the air. That's <laughs> <And he>, great. <laughs> He looks down at Baby Yoda. Well, first he picks up Baby Yoda, I think, and asks him if he's all right, which I thought was really touching. I, I liked that. Right. Um, but then he just kind of shrugs at Baby Yoda, like, "What else was I going to do? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I wasn't going <laughs> to let him get away with trying to steal you." <laughs> exactly. and that's also a parental thing. I mean, I I won't go into details, but I had a situation with you know I will just say like stepchild that. I get that. You know, I care, I care about this kid and I did what I had to do to protect him. And, you know, that's just, that's what you do.
1: That's what you do. Yeah. You gotta do, you gotta sacrifice. And, I mean, you gotta make hard choices where, you know, the frog lady, she, she kind of, she kind of gets it. Um, cause, cause she, she pushes, uh, Mando to, you know, make some, make some moves. You don't just sit still. So right. we see that later on. Some other thoughts I had. This is the first time I figured out what I, um, the razor crest, right. It's the first time I watched it and I'm like, it's just, it just snapped. It just, it just caught me like, um, the razor crest totally reminds me of lone stars, Winnebago from Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> There was just certain angles that I finally saw the, uh, the Razor Crest at, and it was just like that's the same shot from Spaceballs, and it looks just like it because it's just like the dude. engines are right there, you know, <laughs> right in the same spots as the Winnebago. So, <laughs> gosh, that's wow! That I know it took me want no the
0: toy even more now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know there's not a Winnebago toy out there.
0: Gosh, dude! Yeah, totally. It totally resembles it. That's hilarious.
1: Yeah, it does. And it was awesome to see the X wings again. Um, oh yeah. And the pilots were good people. I thought they were reasonable and, and they could not be bought. You know, you could, they weren't, they weren't looking for ransom money or any kind of like, you know, bribes or anything like they were just genuinely looking for the empire and not really concerned about anything else. Jumped to the, you know, it just jumped to the end but i thought that was good to see you know that the new republic is is not a bunch of strong arm tactic people they're stick to their moral high ground and um i like it my last point was i don't know if we got we've seen the new republic yet
0: just what uh in the prison ship we saw like a new republic worker uh the, oh, okay. the guy that uh Matt Lanter played who I think we talked about that. That that's the voice actor for Anakin in the Clone Wars.
1: Oh, okay, cool, cool.
0: But yeah, I wanted to touch on on the X Wings, the space cops, if you will.
1: Yes, totally <laughs> space cops.
0: Yeah, they were awesome. It, um, you know, of course, Dave Filoni flying an X Wing again was really cool.
1: Oh, uh, you I caught love, that?
0: Yeah, I love that guy. Um, so, you know, they're they're basically they're trying to pull him over. And he's, you know, just <laughs> like, well, crap, you know, I can't let them pull me over. And he knows that, uh, what did they call it? Ping us your,
1: I just ping, just send us a ping.
0: Yeah. And, and he knows it's that had. if he does that, then that's gonna, you know, tell everybody where he is, you know, which leads to being tracked. Right. Um, so he's, you know, he's trying to avoid them and and they're flying through those clouds into the, you know, into that planet. And, and you hear the, the space cops, like, you know, come on, man, don't make us do this. You know, Mm -hmm. we will shoot you down. And I thought that was really cool because that's very space copish, Right. You know, these guys are good guys. They don't want to shoot him down, but if they have to, he's, he's fleeing, you know, he's fleeing the law, basically. He's a runner. Yeah. So they, they got to do what they got to do. And, uh, You know, I thought that that was really cool. I I just, I really liked, I mean, for one, seeing X-Wings, I'm always excited. Um, Yeah,
1: and they looked great. They looked like film, like, just like the ones in the film. They mm -hmm. worked just like the ones in the film. There wasn't anything that, like, was different. Inside the cockpit looked great. Everything was right on the money with them.
0: Absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, I just, I wanted to touch on that really quick. Um, So... We got this. Uh, so we got this episode where he. We didn't really even kind of touch on. Yeah. Oh. Um, the plan here. He goes to. He goes back to. Moss Eisley, right? Talks yeah. to Ellie and. The uh, the ant guy. I wanted to ask you has that has that guy been in Star Wars? He looked really familiar. That character, that alien,
1: Doctor Mandible.
0: Yeah, like has he been in in like a scene before? He just.
1: Yeah, he was in actually um, last year's or season one, uh, I believe, episode five, the Gunslinger. Mm-hmm. Him and um, the the Frog Lady were at a table together in the cantina before. Really. So, yeah, I don't know if if uh, if you caught that, but that's oh, why he might have seemed a little bit um, familiar.
0: Okay. Um. All right, so, you know, Dr. what is it? Dr. Mandible?
1: Dr. Mandible, correct.
0: All right, Dr. Mandible has an idea of where some Mandalorians might be and right. we are introduced to the passenger, the name of the episode, The Frog Lady. Right. And and as long as she gets passage to I think it it's the same location, right, where she needs to go is where her husband has seen mandalorians correct
1: uh trask was it?
0: Is that what it was i was trying so hard to remember it and i i didn't want to use my phone (laughs) yeah planet (laughs) of
1: trask i got it here yeah
0: i used i used my fellow host instead (laughs) (laughs) so yeah they're they're on their way to trask which doesn't happen because the space cops try to pull over mandalorian and he crashes onto just an ice planet i doubt it's hoth
1: yeah i was gonna ask you Do you think it's hoth
0: No, they, I think if it was going to be Hoth, they would have, you know, how, how John Favreau is, he would have been like billboard somehow. This is Hoth. We are on Hoth right now. Kind of like how they, you know, announced that they're going to Tatooine. I think it would be more like that. Right. Um, and then my other thought was, and the name of that planet is escaping me at the moment. Um, the one, the one that the, the Kyber crystals are on. Uh, that the Jedi, the young Padawans go to.
1: I just saw that episode too. Yeah. Did you?
0: Oh, good. Yeah, that was God. good.
1: That those were, are, I really liked that. Those <laughs> were good episodes, man. I love those things. Those, you seen the younglings and trying to get their, um, the Kyber crystals. That was good stuff.
0: Right. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't, uh, spoil that for you. I'm glad you saw it already. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to find Ilum or Ilum is the mm-hmm. name of the planet. I thought maybe it could be Ilum, but again oh. it it was more like just a stop, you know, stop for some space bucks and gas kind of <laughs> a situation there. It didn't feel like the planet was really anything no. important.
1: Right. Maybe maybe it's supposed to like give us some hoth vibes or whatnot, you know. So right. I mean oh. that's the only ice planet that, you know, non casual I mean, you know, casual fans would know. So I immediately thought it was Hoth, so... Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I definitely got the vibe of, of Hoth, but like I said, I think that if they were going to Hoth, we would know for sure. Like, no
1: questions. For fan service reasons? Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. Probably right. So, Maybe we would have seen a band, uh, a Womp, Wampa or something.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. That would have been wild.
1: Yeah.
0: that would See, now. now you say that, and if... I think if if we would have seen that in this episode I probably would have been like okay this is kind of silly <laughs> you know <laughs> just because we of everything that we got in the first episode um this was this was a different take and I'm not one of those people that was complaining about the easter eggs in the first episode I loved every single one of them I thought it was yeah. great but but this was a little different there weren't really any that I picked
1: up on um there was um maybe when um Pelimoto says, stop your rust. Stop stop your crying, you'll rust is like a Wizard of Oz reference.
0: Oh, nice.
1: <laughs> for the t- for the Tin Man, you know, that was you know, and then obviously the X Wings, but I mean that's that's not really an Easter egg, that's plot point. Right. Uh, maybe maybe in the um Cantina, maybe there was a few aliens that were, you know, in the- it could seem a little bit more populated, so
0: Oh yeah, way more populated than uh, last year when we saw the cantina.
1: Which yeah,
0: I, I thought was cool. I, I honestly, I was, I was hoping we were going to see um, the cantina band, figure band, <laughs> figure
1: <laughs> band. Yeah,
0: been like, yes, <laughs> that would have been cool. Also, that's okay that we didn't. I'm not, I'm not sure. upset about it. So, so then they, you know, he crash lands, and that's not the only crash because the, they fall through the.
1: or
0: the the flooring or whatever you want to call it, the snow and ice. And that's when when the stuff hits the fan. The the ship is pretty much in ruins and Mando takes a nap, which uh, I really liked too. Um, Baby Yoda goes and curls up next to Mando while he's taking his nap. And I'm like, you know, these two are really showing like a father and child.
1: Sure, yes.
0: I, I really, I like that it's it's so you know i know i started out saying my feelings about this episode but there are still a lot of things i liked about it i'm not gonna you know sit here and poop on it <laughs>
1: Good, good. That there's that yeah
0: there's a lot of things i enjoy so so fours yep there's life um so what happens while uh while mando's looking for the frog lady after you know she bails while he's napping Woo. What goes on, man? I've been talking uh, too much.
1: <laughs> oh, we're on the planet, and um, he's falling. He he's knocked out, right?
0: Oh, is he knocked out? See, I thought he fell asleep.
1: Yeah he he knocked he knocked he got knocked out when they fell onto the set onto the through the hole.
0: Oh yeah, so I totally missed that part.
1: So he woke up, frog lady's there on the ground, and then he goes. He kinda of wakes her up a little bit. He says, I want to get you some blankets. Then he goes downstairs and then the, and then he catches uh baby Yoda in that jar. <laughs> and in the cookie jar. And in the cookie jar. Uh oh. How many of these have you been eating? <laughs> <laughs> and he's got it all over his mouth. He's like, I don't
0: know. <laughs> <Right>. Total kid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <There's> no more. <laughs> That's funny. Like, how many are in there? Because I mean, he must have like, you know, know how how many he took out of there. How many? But um, but it it uh it plays for laughs, you know, every time he's doing it. But like, it's kind of like um, uh, not disturbing and not that level, but like, it's still a little um, uh, not sad, but it because because I mean, these are the last of this creatures, you know offspring and it's it's kind of having us you know it's and i understand you know what it is you know survival of the fittest type of thing you know so baby yoda's obviously set up to succeed in this food chain so uh what can you do you just it's nature i guess so um uh you know he can't do you blame him i i i i i you know he's just following his instincts, like you said he's hungry, he sees food and he wants to eat it um
0: yeah but but i I get what you're saying he's i mean he's eating somebody's offspring, so it's a little it's a little odd,
1: yeah, and then um he says no more yeah, he goes uh he catches his hand in the cookie jar and he goes no more with his finger, you know mm-hmm. <laughs> So hopefully, you know, they, they can't speak, you can't speak the language, but hopefully with that gesture, uh, the baby Yoda knows that he's doing something wrong, but
0: he still does it a few more times.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so then they go back up or no, the frog lady comes down. Right. And then, and then, uh, they find that there's, they, they take another nap. Yeah. Well, and, he says, you know,
0: we should get some rest because I forget something along the lines of, you know, it's, it's going to get harsh out there tonight yeah. or whatever.
1: Right. And then the um, the frog lady sees that droid sitting there on the wall. And then she, um, while, while Mando and, and the baby or uh, the child or uh, baby Yoda are sleeping, um, she kind of rigs it up to use it as her communicator, which is really cool, I thought. yeah,
0: Yeah, I thought that was really cool, too.
1: And then, um,
0: activating it's, you know, protocol droid, uh, functions.
1: Yeah. So she, uh, she uses, uh, she kind of pushes Mando's buttons, talking about a Mandalorian, you know, and, and, you know, when they give their word, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they, that they follow through and, uh, she says that her and her husband, you know, fought for a chance to live in a hospitable planet. And, you know, the last of her lineage, family lineage, and, you know, she wants a chance. She's trying to fight for, for her right to, uh, to live in her offspring. And she's being, I think, a good parent at that point. Because I think she's pointing at the jar, and the jar is saying that it's getting too cold. Yes. You know? Because she puts the blanket over it. So, Mano's like, all right, let me get my tools. And he goes outside. Go fix the house. I mean, fix the uh, Razor Crest, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because he's getting nagged, uh, anyways. And then while that happens, we see the baby, uh, the baby Yoda, come out after a while, and then he's like, kind of pointing and like catches uh, Mando's um, attention, and he's like, "What's going on, Lassie? I mean, uh, little Timmy falls. Th- you know, did he fall in the well again?" <laughs> <laughs> and then uh we find out that the frog lady's taking a bath in the uh, hot springs there and she's got all her eggs out, which now she's being not such a great parent. <laughs> hey, oh, you didn't I, think
0: so? No.
1: I mean well she's warming up the eggs, but like yeah. you don't the danger was right there, you know.
0: Oh uh, well, you know, I mean in her defense it didn't look like anything. It just okay. looked like frozen
1: frozen. Something. stalactites or stalagmites yeah yeah
0: yeah. uh, because to me it didn't look like eggs or anything until until baby yoda did his thing no you know and i was still stuck on it maybe being ilum and the the drama of baby yoda walking up to one of those egg sacks i was thinking maybe he was going to find a kyber crystal in there since he is force sensitive and i'm like is he finding his lightsaber crystal like that's where my mind was, and then all of a sudden he rips it open and eats a creepy looking baby spider. <laughs> and I'm like, "No, oh, okay, this is not Ilum." Then,
1: yeah, to me, it seemed it looked exactly like the alien movies when, because I mean, all the eggs were kind of like all pointing up, all the pods or whatever—I don't know what you call it—but yeah. it, everything seemed like an alien movie. I go, "Okay, so those are eggs." and they're gonna, something's gonna come out of them and then he goes over to it and he opens it up just, and it opens up even just like the alien's egg opens up and and, and, and the spider even has like the same color as those face huggers, you know yeah. and and, I, and then he eats it and I'm like, oh my god, is this like kind of like a little nod from Star Wars and um, that uh, Star Wars is like eating alien <laughs> or aliens because uh I don't know if you know this, but James Cameron and George Lucas are not rivals, but, you know, Mm -hmm. have like a friendly thing going. So I don't know if it's like that kind of thing, because it's so on the money as far as alien is is concerned or aliens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, thinking back and hearing you describe it. Yeah, I I agree. But but while I was in the episode, I was. I was somewhere else. You know, I thought, like I said, I was thinking, yeah, alone and this, you know, he's a force sensitive. He's finding a Kyber chrysalis. Like that's where I was. And then, you know, seeing like, I just repeating what I said, you know, seeing the, seeing the egg open or the pot open or whatever. And all of a sudden you see all of these spiders start hatching and, and I'm like, okay, so you're seeing a couple, you know, not a couple, you're seeing a bunch of little ones. And then you're seeing a little bit bigger, and I'm like, okay, there's gonna be the mom. Where's the, you know, yeah. it took me this? See, this part took me to like Lord of the Rings. Um,
1: totally, yeah. totally took me to the Lord of the Rings too.
0: Okay, right nice. on the money. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so I was, I was, and I'm not talking negatively about it or anything. I'm just saying I was expecting at that point to see like the mother spider, and and I knew that stuff was gonna hit the fan, and. It did. It was action-packed. This, I did not check out. I was, like, so yeah. locked on. I'm like, yeah. oh, my gosh, this is intense. <laughs> and and I'm like, how is Mando going to get, you know, how is Din going to get out of this? I mean, I knew he would because he's a Mandalorian and he's B.A., but this looked a little too much for him. And, and not to jump super far to the end, but, but it was actually a little too much for him.
1: It was. I, he was finally something that was, like, something that got him. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, he's usually on top of everything. He's usually the top dog and everything like, like he handled those, those, you know, kind of bounty hunters, just call them bounty hunters, the villainy. He, he handled those guys. No problem. You know, right? those guys had nothing, you know, he was top dog. He was top of the food chain on that spot. But like here he was overwhelmed by the numbers and all I could think about was like, get back to the ship and. I thought that um, Frog Lady was a goner, dude. I really think she, I thought she was done. Like, I mm. thought her her time in the story was done. Because, I mean, she was in the water, but then, like, she licked her clothes on or something. <laughs> that was super <laughs> cool,
0: man. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, you see the tongue go, whoosh, I'm like, whoa.
1: <laughs> yeah. She put on her clothes. She was jumping like a frog out of there so fast. Uh, kudos to her to, like, you know. To get out of there and get a move on, because yeah, he, he was right. He couldn't he couldn't protect her where she was at, and that's mm-hmm. that's the part where I was like, kind of talking about her not being so great, is she had no protection out there with her eggs. Gotcha. She was exposed, okay. and uh, and then as they're okay, so I misspoke. As they're collecting the eggs in the water, that's when he does the finger trick to them. That's when he does the no finger, you know, no with his finger. That's when he says it. Oh, it was that part? Yeah, it was that part when they're collecting the eggs in the water and putting them back oh, in the jar. right. Yeah. yeah. His ears go down a little bit, I think. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm Yo, sorry. Bud. Right. <laughs> Dude, and then that huge spider, man. Oh, my gosh. That thing was scary looking, man. That thing was genuinely scary looking in a TV show. This is more like a, I think we've talked about this, like. They can't go anywhere without a huge monster coming after them. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't even be in outer space, like we we're saying with Solo, uh, and with huge teeth, just like coming to kill them.
0: Oh, you know that reminds me too. Um, since we were texting the other day about the the Clone Wars and the the Umbara episodes, right? I I forgot to text you about <laughs> there was also you know a, a big beast out there that was taking them out. Remember they used it to capture uh General Krell.
1: Right. That oh, thing yeah. on the ground that almost looked like um it was like a like a cross between like an octopus and a Venus flytrap. Venus, Venus Yeah, and um the thing from uh from Tatooine that Boba Fett Oh the sarlac. Right. Sarlac, yeah, sarlac. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally, dude. Yeah. So totally. yeah. I think I think one of our new things is gonna have to be be the the line from Qui Gon saying, "There's always a bigger
1: fish." <laughs> always a bigger fish, because man, they can't go anywhere for like five minutes without some huge monster coming after them. Even in the water, outer space, in a cave. I mean, look at look at look at uh, Luke going into a cave or, or uh, being out, just being out in the snow. <laughs> There's a right. big old monster coming after him. Yeah, the Wampus. There. Little side note. I read an article on Yahoo Entertainment that that spider was supposed to be in the Empire Strikes Back in the um, Dagobah scene.
0: It was another uh, McQuarrie concept, I believe, the spider.
1: Yeah, very very good. Yeah. The concept art. So it definitely definitely, uh, provides the chills, man, that thing. Because that thing was massive. It was coming after him. It was... It was scary. It was the teeth. It almost looked like it was like rotating, grinding thing. Yeah. So.
0: And and he thought he took it out. And it came back when he was trying to get the, the ship going.
1: Total horror story. Right. Right. Yeah. So like um, the one spider lands on the child's head. Mm-hmm. The one little spider and starts to like poke at him and everything. And then the frog lady shoots him. Shoots the spider off of his the uh, the baby Yoda's head. I thought that was kind of cool.
0: I thought that was really cool. And here's what's, I guess, kind of funny for me, at least, is I totally forgot the frog lady existed at that point. <laughs> and I'm like, the sound of the the blaster going off, I'm like, wait, did he actually crash land where the Mandalorians were? And, you know, this was one of them helping him. That's where my mind went. Oh. Um, then the You know, the camera turns and it's her and I'm like, oh, I forgot about her because like you were saying, you thought she was a goner, right? And I, yeah. I thought maybe they just didn't show her get grabbed by a spider or something at that point because I don't remember her going in the ship. But thinking back now, while I'm talking, I do remember her going in. You know, I watched this right after work. So my brain's a little fuzzy. Uh, right. But but yeah, I thought that was really cool. She totally even though baby Yoda's been eating her <laughs> offspring,
1: she's still. <sighs> She I know she, she still protects him <laughs> I get that point you know the food you know she she was uh she was the one to protect him and and that's that's the thing that gets me with the very end um and that's just baby Yoda being baby Yoda uh is he he still eats <laughs> he still eats that egg <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude and credits to um the people running he's a puppet right
1: yeah. So, yeah, he's got
0: to them because you could see expression on, on baby Yoda's face. Like he's just like, like a kid would, well, I'm going to take this last, you know, ice cream sandwich or something. And my parents aren't even going to see it, you know, like that yeah. look on their face, on his face. I'm like, oh, my gosh,
1: it's getting away with murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> right? Literally.
0: Right. <laughs> oh, you're vicious, baby Yoda. Vicious.
1: Vish, yeah. Um, But still relen- adorable. <laughs> At the same time, so yeah. So that baby, that that the baby, the huge spider comes through the roof. I'm like, okay. So how's it gonna get through that? And then, and then, dude, like I didn't even think about it. I, I, it totally sold me. Then you hear the the laser blast. I know it sounds so cliche that they get saved, but I was like, how are they gonna get out of this for real? Like, and then here comes. It totally got me. To, you know the oh, yeah. the. The familiar laser blasts—you can hear them shooting like, at the at the big spider—and I'm like, that sounds so familiar. That sound.
0: The X-wing blasts, man. I, I knew it was those guys because you could hear that that freaking sound. The sound,
1: <laughs> yeah. The sound was totally like I've heard that before. And so the two guys are sitting there on top of their you know X-wings, shooting, shooting everything. You know, do deadly aim too with like crazy deadly aim. Mm-hmm. And so Mando comes out and they talk about all the people that he's kind of like bounty hunter, you know, hunted. And apparently there's a few that like he got on the, that were on their wanted list. So Mando was like, am I, am I under arrest? Like you were saying, like the cops, you know? Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, now to, to touch on that uh, one, he comes out with his gun pointing at the space cops um, right you know like he wasn't sure yeah they they helped him but were they gonna let him go and then the the bounties that they're they're talking about are uh bill burr and um you know from that from that episode oh. uh i can't i can't remember his character's name was it like caulfield or something it was something like that bill burr and then the the twi'lek and the what was he? Oh, the Devil Devronian. Hat? Yeah, the Devronian. Um, that's that's who they were bringing up. They had some kind of like camera footage or something, and they also, I think, mentioned that he tried to save um the guard Matt Lanter. Um, I don't know the character's name. I just know the actor.
1: Oh, uh, see, I so never. That, I didn't. I was wondering about all that. Those names that were they were busting out, but I didn't know. That's okay. great. It's all a callback to last season, right?
0: And it, you know, his his basic revenge on on those guys for you know trapping him on the ship um, and him not killing them paid off. It was like a karma thing. It got him out of being arrested.
1: Oh man! So was that what they were talking about with the um, uh, both and five? Is that what that was? There was a. 'Cause they earlier when they were trying to pull them over, um, they asked if if that was the the craft that was in the proximity of the new republic, Bothan five. Is that mm-hmm. is that the okay, cool. Dude, this makes it a little bit better for me, the episode, knowing that information. Yeah. <laughs> it might that's... it might have squeaked into A minus here.
0: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and see that's what I was saying, you know, when I gave my initial feelings on the episode. Um, there is still a lot I'd liked and I, I guess my biggest issue was that it didn't get him anywhere closer Two episodes in, I guess is my problem with the episode.
1: Cause um, you want to see him get to the Mandalorians or,
0: well, well at least like somewhere further or, or see Moff Gideon like hunting for him or something, you know, they haven't even touched on that yet. I, I, I know I sound like an entitled Star Wars fan, probably. <laughs> I just want to see it all, man. I just
1: want to see it all. It's going to be a long season, man. You know, he, let's pace yourself. Uh, you know, let's take it, you know, one step at a time here. You know, he's got to get off of tattooing. I mean, that's where they picked up. They like, he's still on tattooing, you know, obviously right. Boba Fett's not around, but you know, like he's got to move on to the next step and he didn't have any leads and this is his next step. And then, when he finally let the frog lady off to, to where she's got to go, you know, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think next- it's, I think it's leading to that. I just,
0: like I said, I just wanted to see, it didn't have to be like a, you know, a clan of Mandalorians or anything like that. I just wanted to see him get closer in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, But I don't know. I guess my feelings are mixed because I did enjoy a lot of the episode, but I just wanted something, you know, like I guess, cause at the end of the first episode, you know, we see Boba Fett watching from a distance. Yeah. I thought maybe he was going to be like a stowaway on the razor crest or I don't know. You know, my, my brain starts going. I had a week to think about it (laughs) and then, and then the passenger, the name of the episode, "The Passenger." I'm like, okay, are we talking about something that, you know, like a stowaway or something? And, uh-huh. but, but I will say this: when they got on the Razor Crest, him and the Frog Lady and Baby Yoda, and I was thinking about the name of the episode, I was like, is this whole episode just going to be them on this ship, like along? Because they weren't doing light speed, right? Them. They were like, doing. Is this is going to be like a is it going to be the last Jedi? Like this slow space trip. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, so that was relieving that, that it wasn't going there.
1: Um, I don't know. Yeah. I and mean, when you run for the cops, it's always exciting, you know, <laughs> Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> you never know what you're going to know, what's going to happen. So, you know, once that happened, I'm like, okay, this just went in, a, this went from like slow, you know, sleepy, you know, literally sleepy, you know, time, uh, taking a nap. Cause there's nothing going on in what do you call it? Sub, 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 sub speed or.
0: Oh yeah. Something, something along the lines of that. Something like that. Sub,
1: substandard yeah. speed. I don't know, but, uh, sub light speed. I don't know. So he thought he was just going to have a sleepy time, but then here you go. You got the cops showing up and which is another, danger of not traveling light speed is running into people that you don't want to run into uh, mm-hmm. so uh, uh, what can you do
0: alright fours I don't mean to cut you off but uh, I'm changing my letter grade
1: oh oh, good
0: <laughs> I think I, no but after talking to you about the episode and and you know what it does it doesn't progress the story of him finding mandalorians or jedi or whatever but what it does do is it shows how much the mandalorian is becoming a parent how din Djarin is becoming a parent to baby yoda and that's pretty freaking huge that's you freaking know as, as being a parent how huge that is and um and seeing this guy like the way he's, you know, the way he is with with Baby Yoda, and you know, no, like pointing at him and saying no, like you brought up, and <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm changed. I'm I'm going to a B, from, okay. a, C, from a C to a B because that work. Because I think you convinced me that that the story did go somewhere. It's just not the main plot story. It's the, well, I guess it is. It's like a subplot of him being a parent, a protector,
1: and falling in love with this. Child, you know, right,
0: and and, and seeing the love that, that Baby Yoda has for him, like I said, when he like snuggles up against him at nap time, and right, and also um, remembering too the the bunk, you know, he's got like the little hammock for Baby Yoda above him <laughs> where they sleep, and yeah, yeah, that was and, good
1: stuff. And it's making him a better person because he's act- he was actually looking out for the eggs too, you know, mm-hmm. right, you know, usually. In these Disney stories, um, the parents are out of the picture, uh, mm-hmm. and, the, and the kids got to figure it all out. You know, Very but no, but no, it's just, you know, parent being a good parent. Um, at, at some point. he 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 doesn't let he doesn't tell the frog lady that his kid's been eating her eggs, which maybe we'll see in the next episode when she starts actually counting.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say. How has she not noticed even when they were all in the water with her? I, like, I don't like, know. Does she think they just vanished? I mean, she's gotta. She's gotta
1: know, right? Or she doesn't know how many eggs she has? Yeah. Hmm. Which was, you know, not great. You know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know how many kids I have. How many did I leave with? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I. I but I can see why he. He wouldn't want us, you know, how do you say that? Hey, the, this little dude over here just ate some of your, like, he's yeah, probably you, just like, yeah, I'll just hope she doesn't notice and we we get out of here and we're all yeah,
1: safe. <laughs> you don't want to go there, right?
0: Right, yeah. Yeah, my, my kid ate your kid, you know, that's not a good. Your kids. <laughs> yeah, right, it's not even
1: just one. My last thing was, you know, the, um, <clears throat> the pilots were like, you know, Carlson and Wolf were like, "Fix your transponder. We got these are trying times." Right. They don't want to have that problem in the future. So that was that was pretty cool. They weren't bribed or anything. You know, Mando tried to bribe them with the bounties, and um, they they didn't they didn't oh, they didn't man. budge. They were like, they, "We're not about that. We're about a new a new era coming." Very cool. They right. um, they were very
0: loyal to the law, loyal to the New Republic, and right. But but also appreciative of of his work. That's why they let him go. But they sure. weren't gonna
1: they weren't gonna help him fix his ship. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're like, they're like you're on your own there, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fix your transponder. So yeah, then he's that last egg. I don't know where he gets that egg from. He must have been hiding it. But saving it for later, probably. He gets that last little, uh, last little uh, Michael Jackson with the eyes and Thriller part. <laughs> <laughs> nice,
0: <laughs> good stuff, man. Um, all right, so I, I think we pretty much covered covered the episode. Um, you you convinced me that it wasn't as bad as I initially thought, and
1: and you convinced me that it's better than I thought.
0: Wow. Now see that's, that's kind of impressive.
1: Definitely <laughs> it definitely gives this episode for me an A because I was in it and all the all the lessons of you know the nods to parenting and how hard it is. So it's very cool.
0: All right. Uh are you still there? Yeah, I'm right here. okay. It looked like you froze for a second. Um <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> So again, a quick shout out to Chewie's Girl for correcting us. Um, Oh right, thank you, Chewie's Girl. Uh, Listeners, as you can see, we uh, we can handle being corrected. So if we do something wrong, call us out. If we do something right, say what's up. Uh, You know, whatever you want to do, we'd we'd be happy to talk to you guys. And uh, in all honesty, email us next Friday during the afternoon, Eastern Time, uh, mid afternoon, and maybe we'll read the email while we're talking about next week's episode and we'll read your email while we're while we're recording
1: yeah please um, we'd like to communicate with our with our fan base we know we know you're out there
0: yeah we do we're watching you not really but we know you're there
1: <laughs> say what's up
0: cool um, as as usual as per use you guys can find us on all the popular podcast apps and uh, I think we'll be on Amazon very soon whenever they launch that uh, thank you for listening oh and, and mentioning the email Radio at gmail.com hit us up
1: uh,
0: Fours it was a good talk yeah, um, very good talk. I like doing it this way where we didn't have any chance to communicate
1: beforehand and right so thank you for uh, switching up the times and the dates it definitely makes I was looking forward to this all day Gonna admit it.
0: Awesome, (laughs) me too, man. It was it was cool. I was really I really wanted to know what you thought about it, but I didn't wanna. Like I texted, I think I texted you this morning after I watched it because I knew you'd be up, and uh, and I just asked if you had watched it. I think or told you I watched it. I didn't want to know anything else, but I did. (laughs) 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 Like, what did he think? Very cool. I had a good time. And clone army, we will catch you again next Friday. Peace out. Peace. I almost hung up the phone instead of stopping the
1: recording. What'd you do? Turn off the wall. <laughs> turn off the whole movie.
0: <laughs> we'll turn it back on.
1: <laughs> do it. Admiral Yet.